Hello and welcome back to the West Coast Roundup, episode two. I'm Sam Blon, and today I'll be talking about the transfers that left the West Coast Conference this week. And then we'll get into the special topic, which will be San Diego and LMU and how they have improved their teams and what I think the outlook for next season should be based on what they've done in the last week. Now let's get into it. Portland had their mass exodus end this week. Last four players that were on scholarship from last year's team have all departed. Uh, they're left with one scholarship player now, Dang Dutt. Did we'll see if he stays or not? But yeah, uh, into the players that left, it was Ahmed Ali, Davis, and Latrell Jones, and Mikey Hen. Ali's really good point guard, shifty, great scorer, led Portland in the game versus o- Oregon State, uh, who ended up making the Elite Eight, obviously. Um, so that's that's a player that should have high demand. I saw LSU was talking to him, and a couple other higher majors uh, were in contact with Ali. We'll see where he goes. I don't think he'll come back. Uh, there's Davis and Jones, two six five six six small forwards that can extend the floor, athletic. I like their games. I think they should get some interest. And I have those three guys as um. The top three players actually transferring out of the West Coast Conference. So, yeah, out of Ahmed, Ahmed Ali at one, Eddie Davis at two, and Latrell Jones at three. I just liked what they brought. Yeah, Portland could have done better this year, and you can look at the record and say, I think there's some better players in the portal uh, out of the West Coast Conference, but I think those three are probably the top three leaving in my eyes. Uh, Mikey Hen, a uh, good player, pick-and-pop guy. He's the only one that can kind of see coming back to Portland. I think he might fit Shantae Legan's uh, style. We'll see, though. I mean, he transferred out later than uh, some of the other ones, so I don't know. I hope he does. I think he would fit Shantae Legan's offensive style, but we'll see. And then BYU got hit by the transfer bug this week. Uh, they had four players enter the transfer poll this week. Um, Colby Lee being uh, one of them, big guy, good passer, was more relevant last year. Kind of got caught up in um, the depth of the big man that BYU had this year in the post players. Um, but so I expect him to get a fresh start somewhere else. Wyatt Lowell, uh, transfer from Utah Valley, was a freshman player of the conference over there in the WAC. Uh, had to sit out a year, came, got injured and just couldn't really get his footing at BYU so makes sense for him to get a new start uh he was talented I was excited to see what he could do in the conference I was always a little bit you know I think he could have been deadly if he was healthy and was able to develop at the same pace um but injuries are tough Connor Harding was transferred from BYU I was a big on Connor Harding going into the year I thought he was just going to step up into that Tanner Toulson uh, role that was kind of left, but he didn't really. I mean, he kind of slotted in, but he just didn't match the production there. Uh, Three-point shooting went down. Just most of his stats went down, so it was a tough year for him. And then just you just seen the emergence of Gideon George and uh, or Gideon George and uh, Loner, and I just don't think that he's going to get those same minutes or same opportunity even next year, so I makes sense for him to transfer and then jesse wade guy that committed gonzaga eight years ago transferred to byu uh got a walk on there because he had some he's had major uh injury issues but he's talented and just got also got trapped in the he got trapped in an elevator at the hotel and during march madness um so he's been through it all uh i hope he i hope he finds a place for uh to get healthy and start balling out again and then gonzaga 
a little touch on them. They've been talking to Walker Kessler um, from North Carolina. 90% chance uh, that they get him. I've been hearing good things about Gonzaga being able to pull him in. If he comes in, he's going to keep that Gonzaga team in a good place. He's a seven foot one guy that's so skilled offensively. Um, defensively, he's good around the paint. He just uh, weak point is that pick and roll. If you can get him away from the hoop, you're gonna kind of expose him. But that's most big guys. So, but Kessler would be a huge add. I think he fits the Gonzaga style. So, look out for his name to pop up uh, after the season. And then they also got the commitment from uh, five star freshman Hunter Salas. Uh, Really good player. Um, outside shot is iffy, but he's got a good mid-range. He can pass, and uh, he can certainly drive and dunk. So uh, he brings back another five-star presence uh, for Gonzaga. And then the rumor is that Chet Holgram will be committing in around three weeks' time. Uh, he's waiting for his season to end. They're currently in playoffs right now. And then also uh, probably waiting for Gonzaga's season to end before he uh, – Maybe commits, but yeah. So that's what's going on at back uh, Gonzaga while they're finishing out the season, and good luck to them in the Final Four and championship. Hope they uh, win it for the West Coast Conference. Now getting into the special topic for today, San Diego and LMU had huge weeks, like just shockingly big weeks for both of them. Uh, at the beginning of the week, San Diego was the big news, and just today, LMU just made their statement on conference. So we'll start with San Diego. Um, San Diego gained three commitments this week, uh, three transfers. Love them all. Uh, I think they all bring exactly what I think is needed to San Diego. Uh, the first one was uh, Terrell Brown, big man out of Pitt. Uh, he will be a redshirt senior technically. Uh, very – he'll – uh, Masalski left, and he left with uh, his shot blocking. So Sam Schultz says, fine, I'll just pick up the uh, next guy up. They got Terrell Brown to come in, a guy from Pittsburgh, averaged 2.5, two 2.7 rebounds, uh, and .8 blocks. Doesn't really extend the floor, which is fine, but he's, I think, going to be a better shot blocker than Masalski. Maybe not, but I just think Terrell Brown, I think, will replace that production there. So I don't think... You're losing as much um, as you thought you would be, or as San Diego fans thought they would be. Love the pickup. It'll be interesting to see how San Diego lines up this year with the two other recruits they got. Uh, as they Next guy they got a commitment from, like, like this one a lot, Bryce Monroe. Um, Bryce Monroe out of San. He's from Sam Houston State. Uh, really watched some film on him because I was so intrigued. Uh just didn't expect uh, them to get him. Didn't I hadn't heard much uh, from like sources saying that he would go there, but I mean it happened, uh, and I love it. Great pickup. So he brings with them a lot of speed at that point guard position, and I feel like this is just a staple for a a West Coast Conference team. Is you got to have those fast point guards. Uh, Shabazz on San Fran, Nemhard, just some of the point guards on this conference has been so quick. Kuzi, Shifty, Cockrell. It's just a lot of fast point guards on this conference. So getting Bryce Monroe, I love because he is electric. He is so fast. Um, 
has a decent three-pointer, hit one game at 33.7%. He's also only a freshman. He was freshman of the year in that conference, averaging 10.1 points, 1.4 rebounds, 2.8 assists, and that one three, I mean, that's a really good add to bring to a team. Um, and so I really like that one. I think it'll be interesting to see what they do uh, at the point guard spot because they can either start him or they have the highest recruit they've ever gotten, Wayne McKinney. And Wayne McKinney's also a fast point guard, very good player. Uh, used to play up near my hometown up in Oregon. So I saw him a little bit. I love that commitment of Wayne McKinney also. So San Diego, they've got a little bit of a point guard competition going up there, which I love. I think competition's key. And the last one they uh, got, and this one sh- uh, really surprised me. I had him going to a high major. So San Diego really went out and got uh, this player, Jace Townsend transfer from uh, Denver he's a point guard shooting guard averaged 19.2 points 4.2 rebounds 2.2 assists and 1.1 steals uh, with a two three-pointers per game at 33.6 percent I was watching film on Townsend right after they got him I tweeted it out uh, on the Twitter I was really ecstatic for San Diego I loved this uh, transfer he brings a scoring punch to that San Diego team and someone that can get their own basket, which I think is so important. Um, I mean, just Jace Townsend's a really good player. Um, he was talking to so many high majors that I saw San Diego and, you know, I guess never count a team out, but just seeing the competition, I was thinking, I don't know what their chances are here, but give Sam Schultz and his staff credit. They went out and got themselves uh, – one of the best transfers. I have him ranked number one transfer coming into the West Coast Conference as of right now. Um, Walker Kessler will take that spot if he commits to Gonzaga. But right now, Jace Townsend has the number one spot for my transfer rankings for uh, players coming into the conference. Uh, Out of nine, so one out of nine. And then Bryce Monroe, I have at seven, and I have Terrell Brown at eight. But the thing is, these guys coming in, I love all of them. There has not been a transfer coming into the West Coast Conference so far where I've been like, eh, I don't know how he'll do. I've really liked all of them. So I think the West Coast Conference is taking advantage of the giant talent there is in this transfer portal. And I think more teams uh, around the conference, I think that's why I think uh, highly of Portland. I think they have space to do something. Pacific has space to make moves. Um, I'm more worried about San Fran and St. Mary's, those teams that are, are more have their rosters more filled out um and you, well like they just didn't achieve what they were supposed to last year and now uh i mean you're just hoping for developments which both teams were young so uh well i, I mean i think expectations should be higher for them but because both teams were young but uh, yeah especially st mary's they bring back everyone anyways so lmu sees san diego do all this work in the transfer portal and they say well we'll match you <laughs> and they They go out and get two commitments today. Uh, And then basically, what was the third commitment? Uh, Eli Scott announced he was returning to LMU. Huge. Uh, You're talking about a guy that was first-team all-conference. You bring him back uh, with Douglas, who I think Douglas was playing at a first- or second-team all-conference level prior to getting injured. I mean, this LMU team, I had them floating around a five or six range in the conference, and with the additions they made today, I have them up at the two. Anyway, so Scott comes back, huge addition. I'm still so that brings back a that comes back with my worry. I was worried about the, some of their post play. I was like, well, 
They don't really have a guy that's just a great post player. I mean, Scott's smaller, yes, but he's bigger body. And we all know what he can do. He he can hold down that post spot. So that makes me less worried about that. Then my next thing I was saying is uh, I think you got to get a point guard. I didn't see a true point guard on this uh, team. You have Quintana, Joe Quintana, and then uh, Anderson, Jalen Anderson. Now oh, those two just didn't. Didn't really think either of them was the true point guard they needed. Um, I would rather have both of them sh off the ball at that shooting guard or small forward spot. So I was like, well, we'll see LMU. They tried to get a point guard last year. I expected them to try and hit the portal again this year to get one, and my, oh, my, did they get one. They got what was a first-team all-conference player in, uh, in the big sky and Cameron Shelton. Uh, such a good player. Um, great score, average 19.2 points, 5.9 rebounds, 4.2 assists, 1.5 steals, with 1.1 threes game at 34.7%. Um, Shelton's just a, he's a bucket getter. I mean, he dropped 20 versus Gonzaga, watched the game. I was fairly impressed with him because I thought we'd really focus in on him and he still got 20. Um, but he's just someone I really liked that ad. Um, him and Jace Townsend, just very similar uh, similar type of pickup for each team. But I thought both needed uh, maybe an experienced point guard, and both went out and got it. And then they even add on with one that I like, uh, that's not getting as much. I mean, his stats aren't as flashy, but I love this pickup. And uh, Kwane Marble. Oh, my. I mean, Wyoming player, I just remember watching him last year, and he was killing it in the mountain west conference tournament as a freshman was just putting up some of his best games and i was like this kid he's a baller and so i was surprised to see him uh enter the transfer portal he averaged nine and a half points 4.1 rebounds 1.2 assists one steal and 0.73s a game at near 31 percent um but he came in and i was just i was uh he came into the portal i he fit the lmu player type but i just I didn't know whether they were talking to him or not. And then I see quickly he commits to LMU. And I think you have to give credit to Stan Johnson and his staff. I think they just are – they've changed the culture there. I mean, players enter portals and instead of thinking of LMU as somewhere that's not going to have a chance, they've turned it around. And uh, Eli Scott coming back really says, says it all and saying that, hey, we actually have a shot this year of cracking that top three, which uh, everyone views as impenetrable, you know? I mean, you see the big three in St. Mary's, BYU, Gonzaga in this conference. I'm going to say it now, put LMU up there. As long as Stan Johnson's there, I think they're going to be competing for that top five spot and have those years where they can crack into the top three. And this is one year where I think this is the highest expectations I think LMU has ever had for their team in a long time. They also brought in a transfer earlier this year in Gary Harris Jr., Small forward from Siena, 5.3 points, 2.7 rebounds, 0.6 blocks. Half hits half a three a game at 27%. But he had a, he had this whole year. We he didn't even get a play this year. So he's had basically had a whole year to train. He was only a freshman, uh would have been last season, not this season. He didn't play this year, so he's basically a redshirt freshman or a redshirt sophomore. Um I am excited for Gary Harris to come in. Uh, athletic guy, um, runs the floor, works hard on defense. And the theme around all these transfers are they're guys that will play defense 
and they're athletic. Um, Stan Johnson, when he came to LMU, he said, I want our guys to play fast and be able to switch on defense, um, like switch one through five, he said. He now has a team where they can switch one through five easily. Sure, they don't have the size. They may, uh, like, Marcuson's gone. They don't really have the size. But with Marble, Harris, Scott, Douglas, Quintana, Anderson, Shelton, all these players, they can switch one through five. I mean, Stan Johnson in his second year at the program has really turned it around to the point where he's already got the players he wants. And um, and that fit his culture, he is going. And I love it. Um, LMU has me excited about their team. I've never really been, you know, focused on LMU, but next year I am going to make sure I tune into a lot of their games. Uh, they're a program that I'm just so excited for. And, I mean, just, yeah, Stan Johnson, just he needs – he'll get looked at soon. Depending on how next year goes, uh, he will be looked at for higher-up jobs with how he's recruiting here. And, you know what, I don't think he'll uh, leave right away. I mean, I think he said he wants to be at this LMU program and turn around. And so – LMU, what a, they nailed that hire, and I loved it last year. I listened to every conference he had just to learn a little bit about him, and I love the energy he had. It brings in not only just goes in in second year, brings in the best recruiting class uh, LMU's ever had. He goes out and gets a, three incredible transfers, and Scott's come back to make what should be like their best team in a long time. And so LMU just is, has me excited uh, for next year. And San Diego, I mean, I'm I had them lower um, before the transfers they just got. Um, Calcaterra, just said he's gonna come back, and then they get three transfers. I I bumped them up. I think San Diego's got the highest expectations for their team since uh, Sam Schultz's first year as a coach. I think there's just some talent here at San Diego. Um, they're going back to the transfer strategy, and they're not just getting any transfers. They're getting transfers that will make a difference at this program. Um, and young ones like Monroe, he can stay a couple years, develop. So I'm excited. Uh, it's a senior-led uh, led class with Calcaterra, Townsend, Sullivan, Brown, Hughes, Pyle, Pinchuk. You have a lot of ta- older experience on this team. Um and so I'm excited to see what they'll do uh, next year for San Diego. Sam Schultz did a great job recruiting. And um, just, I think, West Coast Conference next year, I would be shocked if it wasn't a three-bid league. Um, I think LMU, I think they have a chance at an out-large, depending on what they do in the non-conference. I said... I tweeted this out earlier that they, their non-conference is so important. You need to get some... What they need to do is they need to have some games versus top 25 points. They need to get some big ones. Um, because if they can get... I mean, you are got to expect LMU to say they play Gonzaga twice. Tough games. If they can pull one of those out, and then I think their chance of getting out large bid is huge. But say they don't, they have two losses there. Uh, BYU, I think you want to split at least with BYU. They're looking like a tourney team every year. You can split with BYU, you look good, and then just take care of business with the rest. You can maybe afford one more or two more losses uh, in conference play. That's pushing it, though. Kind of you want to aim for only one more loss in conference play after that. So that's big, but, I mean, what's big is they got to build up a resume. 
in the off season. And so if I'm the uh, if I'm LMU, I go and I try and get some top twenty five matchups and throw them in with some uh, some other maybe get a few other decent uh, mid majors and then I think you get some uh, puff, you know, some buy games and you can put together enough of a resume where if you get time in March, you know what? Like, you could be considered for an outlawed bid, which would be incredible. Incredible job uh, for Stan Johnson. Well, that is the end of uh, the second episode of West Coast Roundup. A lot is happening. Um, I expect a lot more activity in the transfer portal. So um, we'll be just... I'll be retweeting and tweeting uh, all that I hear. And um, just looking excited uh, for the future.